Hey everyone, so great to be with you today. Thank you so much to Pastor Craig and Leanne for inviting me to come and join you again. The last time I was with you, it was Christmas time, and so much has changed since then. Well, not really, but hopefully your children are back at school. Uh, we absolutely love your leaders. We love Pastor Craig and Leanne. They are an amazing, amazing couple, and uh, we pray for them often and honor them in everything that you do. The more that you honor them, the more God is going to do amazing stuff inside of your life and inside of your church. Uh, so it's Mother's Day today and I wanted to say Happy Mother's Day to everybody who's a mom out there or plays the role of mom in someone's life. Uh, moms are such a gift to us and whether that's a person who is actually your mother or the person who's playing the role of mom in your life, you should pray for them and honor them especially today but, but every single day. Now because it's Mother's Day I thought what I could do was do a talk around what makes the people around us, the women around us such great mothers but rather than that I thought I'd go after something that my mom has said to me and I'm sure your mom has said to you. Uh, oftentimes over the course of my life I've heard my mom say these words, stop being so lazy. Stop making excuses and get on with it. Stop being so lazy. I don't know if you've noticed this, but whenever you watch a TV show, there's always the lovable oaf. A little bit chubby maybe, a little bit on the big side, always lying on the sofa, cracking jokes, making everybody laugh, but never really doing much. It's the person who now and again says one or two really wise things and makes everything okay. They become one of the most relatable characters on the show. And I think their characterization is so relatable for us because it helps us feel better about our lack of motivation. We get to look at them and go, well, at least I'm not like them. You know, I'm not as lazy as they are. Laziness is something that begins to really take a hold of us. According to Forbes magazine, laziness isn't a personality trait. What they're really saying is, you aren't lazy. There's no lazy gene that's in your body. But rather, laziness is a learnt behavior, a habit that we begin to form in our lives. How does this habit begin to form? Well, I think we pass through three stages of slothfulness to begin to see this habit emerge. Wow, three stages of slothfulness. That's a hard thing to say. But anyway... I think the first stage we pass through when we begin to look at how the habit of laziness forms in our life is when we begin to identify that in us there are moments of the hidden sloth. The hidden sloth is where we choose apathy over action. Oftentimes I think to myself, I need to get fit, I need to go for a run. I live right down by the beach and so it would be nothing for me to put on a pair of running shoes, go down to the promenade and do a Baywatch type David Hasselhoff run. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I am of an older generation. But for those of you who do know, you can hear the theme music happening right now and you can picture David just with his slow motion running down the beach. That could be me. And so I might even be as brave as to get my running shoes out set my alarm for six o'clock and go, I am going to go and hit that promenade hard. Here it comes, the beach body getting ready for summer. But the hidden slot takes a hold of me. And this is where I choose apathy over action. 
the alarm goes off at six o'clock and I think I could get out of bed and go for a run or what I could do is not get out of bed, stay lying here in this nice warm bed under this blanket and nobody will be the wiser. My wife lying next to me won't know, my children won't know, the people around me won't know. The hidden sloth is this inner dialogue that we have with ourselves where we start to choose apathy over action. The problem is, is that the inner sloth, when tolerated, begins to give birth to the tolerated sloth. And this is where the apathy that we choose now starts to become an external habit in our lives. This is where every day that I choose to ignore the alarm and keep lying in my bed eventually becomes a habit where I go, I can't get out of bed early. I need to keep staying in bed and I'm never going to run. The ironic thing about the tolerated sloth is if you ask most people, are those habits that you're doing now which show your laziness, what you intended to do when you started, everybody would go no. But at some point, we've ended up tolerating those things. And once we keep tolerating the tolerated sloth, it eventually becomes the celebrated sloth in our lives. This is where the habit starts to become a life's mantra. I do this all the time where I'll say to people, I am not built to do exercise. Look at me. I am not a runner. I'm not made to go running and do exercise. And this tolerated sloth is now a celebrated sloth where I actually go, this is a part of my identity. But if laziness isn't a personality trait, so there's no lazy gene, and laziness is simply a habit, it does mean that we can begin to change the habit in our lives. Now, laziness will affect your everyday life. And I wouldn't want you to hear me wrong here. I'm not trying to advocate for working so hard and just being in the hustle and bustle all the time. I think Sabbath and rest is really important. And I'm not trying to say that if you're tired, you're lazy, because sometimes life circumstance makes us tired. But I do think oftentimes we have started to choose apathy over action, which has then given birth to a habit of laziness that we've then put as part of our identity and celebrated. And so laziness can affect your everyday life. But more than that, it can also affect your spiritual life. For a lot of us, we never achieve the purpose or move into the destiny that God has for us, not because of a lack of call or a lack of skill or ability, not even because of a lack of clarity or understanding of what we need to do, but simply because we don't want to put in the hard work that it would take to be able to get there. We are too lazy to do what would be required for us to move into everything that God has for us. You see, in our spiritual lives, it is really easy for the hidden sloth to become the tolerated sloth and give birth to the celebrated sloth. And so if you're taking notes, and I would encourage you, get a notebook out or open up your phone and capture this. Capture this into your notes. 
We never achieve the purpose or move into the destiny God has for us, not because of a lack of call or a lack of skill or a lack of ability or even a lack of clarity, but rather because we are too lazy to put into action all that is required of us to move into everything that God has for us. So the most significant things in our life, those things that we do that really astound others or really put us into the realm of greatness, normally don't happen easy. They require a huge amount of work and a huge amount of planning and action from us. Yet I think that what we hope is that God will come and break into our lives and just do things without us having to put any effort into it. In Proverbs 24, we read this. Sluggards do not plow in season, so at harvest time they look but find nothing. There is an underlying principle in this proverb that is simply this, is that if a person isn't willing to put the work in, when they look to reap the reward, they find nothing. So we end up being people who need a miracle to achieve what God has asked for us, failing to realize that when you actually look at most of the miracles, there was a lot of action and work and planning that had to happen to see those miracles work out. In Proverbs 6.6, 6, we're told that we should go to the ant, O sluggard or lazy person, consider her ways and be wise. I love this, something so small, something so insignificant, but having something so important to teach us. Proverbs 6, 7 to 8, the writer continues and says this, Even though the ant have no chief, officer, or ruler, she prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in harvest. I think that what the, Proverbs, the writer of Proverbs here is really trying to tell us is simply this, is that if you're not willing to put the work in, don't be surprised when you get nothing out. It's actually a deep biblical principle that what you sow is what you will reap. And so often in our lives, we sow the seed of laziness, of apathy, the hidden sloth, becoming the tolerated sloth, giving birth to the celebrated sloth. And then we're surprised when we're not reaping anything great from it. A Christian writer wrote this, he said this, he said, Laziness is not the passivity it pretends to be. Rather, it is an active obedience to something other than Jesus Christ. I find this so challenging. Laziness in our lives can actually end up becoming a false god, a false idol. It could be pleasure, or it could be escape, or it could be neglect of others or ourselves. It could simply be that we always choose to take the path of least resistance. And so whenever we're faced with something that requires the work, that requires the action to see greatness emerge, whenever God comes and asks us to do something, and this could be from as simple as, hey, start reading your Bible every day. Start praying every day. To something really big like go out and 
speak to 3,000 people about Jesus, whatever it could be, whenever those things come upon us, we end up choosing the path of least resistance. We end up choosing apathy over action. So you, like me, could be hearing the voice of your mom ringing around in all of this. Stop being so lazy. Stop making excuses. Come on, get up, go for it, just do it. Well, what can we do about it? Well, I love this idea that if laziness isn't a personality trait, it isn't a gene we carry, but it's a habit, we, all we need to really do then is we need to stop being the habit. Here's the truth. You are not lazy. Rather, you're a person who's adopted lazy behavior. You see, habits are behaviors and actions we've put in place over a period of time that's become a repeated pattern that eventually we begin to choose to make a part of our lives. And so we have to stop being the habit. We have to stop making excuses. We have to begin to work it back and go, what areas of my life am I a celebrated sloth? Where have I started to celebrate laziness as if it's a part of who I am? And we then need to choose to stop celebrating those things. We need to begin to look and go, what different actions can I put in place to help me begin to move away from where I've celebrated it? Oftentimes, it's starting to say different things over ourselves. For some of you right now, you need to start to say, I'm not a lazy person. It's not who I am. It's not who God's created me to be. For some of you, you need to begin to talk out your call, the destiny that God has for you, and begin to go, this is how God's created me. This is what God is wanting to do in my life. And begin to let that start to drive you rather than, I can't do that. I'll never do that. I can't be bothered to do that. We need to stop being the habit of the celebrated sloth. We need to stop places in our life where we've started to be the tolerated sloth, where we began to let apathy become a habit. We need to begin to identify those things, speak to others, speak to people around you, speak to your mom or the person who plays the role of mom in your life and go, what areas of my life do you see me tolerating laziness? My wife is more than happy to tell me those areas where I'm tolerating laziness. And when I speak to her about it, she can come in and she can say, stop doing that. We need to go to God and go, God, show me those areas where I've started to tolerate laziness. And let him come and break in and begin to speak to you and show you what needs to change. And then we need to really go after the hidden sloth, the internal dialogue, where we choose apathy over action. We need to bring those out into the light. We need to vocalize them. We need to begin to say to things. I need to say to my wife, tomorrow morning, I'm planning on going for a run at six o'clock. So when I wake up and I haven't done it, hold me to account on those things. You see, for all of us to change in this area, we don't actually need a miracle. We don't need a breakthrough. What we truly need is simply to allow God to come and give us a kick in the rear and start to change our habits, our behaviors. We have to start to put better habits in place that move us away from being lazy. We need to stop being our habit.
And so here is my conclusion. It's simply this. We never achieve the purpose or move into the destiny that God has for us. Not because of a lack of claw, not because of a lack of ability, not because of a lack of skill, and not even because of a lack of clarity, but simply because we are too lazy to put in the work and the actions that it requires for us to move into all the great things that God has for us. I believe that God has a destiny for your life. I believe that God wants you to live a life that is happy and fulfilled. And that may not quite look like how you imagine it would look, but it's a life where God goes, you will be truly happy and truly fulfilled. But I know that that life is in your grasp if you are willing to put the work in that it requires. And so I'd encourage you, this Mother's Day, let the voice of your mom or the person who plays the role of mom in your life really kind of speak to your heart and begin to look and hear them say, stop making excuses, stop being lazy, get up and go for it. It's been so good being able to be with you today. I'm going to quickly pray for you. And so where you are right now, if you're comfortable, close your eyes. And if you're not that okay, you can keep them open. And if you're driving or listening to this on a podcast or in some other way, don't close your eyes because you know that's just dangerous. But I'm just going to ask God to come and move in us and start to reveal in us those areas in our life where we've either become the celebrated sloth, where we've got the tolerated sloth, or where we've got the hidden sloth. Let's pray. God, I just pray right now that on this Mother's Day, we would hear the voice of our moms or those people, those women around us who play the role of mom in our lives, saying to us, stop being so lazy, God. I know that this is something you're saying to me and that you're saying to us, that for us to move into everything that you have for us, for us to take all of the destiny and move into all of the purpose and see all of the great things you have for us work out, we need to stop being lazy and start to be prepared to put the hard work in that is going to require to get there. And so today, God, I'm not praying for a miracle. I'm not praying for a breakthrough. What I am praying for is a revelation. I'm praying that you would come right now and in our lives you would start showing us where we have the celebrated sloth working itself out where we have taken things and made them a part of our identity that have nothing to do with how you see us or how you've created us i pray god that right now you would begin to reveal to us begin to bring revelation to us and begin to show us where we've got the tolerated sloth those things where apathy is starting to create a habit that we're tolerating so that we can begin to break that and stop following after that and begin to move and create new habits that are better for us. And I pray by your spirit right now, you would come and reveal the hidden sloth in all of us. You begin to show us where we are choosing apathy over action. And that like the ant God, we would begin to be people who are sowing good in so that we can reap good things at the end. We don't want to be a people, God, who are characterized by laziness, but rather we want to be a people who are characterized by greatness. And so I pray right now, God, that as people take a hold of this, as they start to put the correct actions into their life that you want them to do, they would move into the destiny you have for them, and they would find happiness and fulfillment in their life. Amen. 
Thank you so much for the time. It's been so great being with you. I look forward to seeing you guys sometime when we can start traveling and moving around again. Outside of that, have a great rest of your Mother's Day. Bye.